to the Word on Coaching podcast. So you are listening to Debbie, Kevin, and Joanne, also known as Coaches 3. Say hi, everybody. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> hi, everyone. So if you'd like to know more about Coaches 3, uh, we would recommend you go back to Episode 0, and that will tell you a lot more about who we are and why we do what we do. So check that out. And in each podcast, we are going to talk about a word. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about a very important word for coaching, and that is trust. So we talk a lot about trust being foundational to coaching. So Kevin, what does that mean, and why is trust so important? Um, you know, when I think about trust in coaching, the, the most important thing in coaching is that you can be honest, and I would say completely honest with the person that you are working with, the, the person who's coaching you, and that takes becoming being vulnerable. So as much as you trust a person is, a, is about how vulnerable you're gonna allow yourself to be. And if you really wanna make any kind of progress in coaching, you're going to have to open up to talk about the things that are really happening, maybe even things that are under the surface or things that you haven't uh, even talked with about other people. So. To me, that's why trust is critical, because otherwise you're just having a very surface level conversation that probably won't be transformational. It could be transactional, but it probably won't transform you. And that's why I think trust is so important in coaching. And I agree with everything that Kev is saying. Um, you know, trust, um, we, we hear a lot of that uh, in today's culture about more about lack of trust. And as a coach, that is something I work very hard on is, is how do, you know, how do I display trust first? And then how do I enroll people in trusting me? Those are great points. I, I think sometimes as a coach, you have to sit back and think about the benefit that trust gives you, right? For me, when someone really trusts me, I can ask the tough questions easier, right? It's easier to have those conversations. It's not that I'm not gonna ask the tough question if there's not a lot of trust there, but it's just easier to do that. Um, people don't question my intention when I'm sharing something with them or asking them a question. And then the coolest thing I think about trust and coaching is the more trust that you build, the more influence that you have. And so as a leader, that's what I would think about is, hey, I want to build this trust because I want to have influence over these people that I'm talking to. So I'm sure after hearing all that, Joanne, one of the things that is on people's minds is, okay, so how do I build trust? Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, we've all been doing this for a fairly long time. And, you know, we've, each have coached people that have never made a, met us before, right? And the first question I always have is like, how can I get this person to trust me? And Debbie, you mentioned a few moments ago about intentions, right? And people judge us a lot by what they perceive our intentions are. So when I am building a relationship, the first thing I talk about are what my intentions are what my intentions are for them and what they offer me and what they offer in the conversation or in the context of the conversation and allow them to ask me questions, uh, not only just about my um, background, but 
you know, how I do coaching or what coaching is to me. And I asked them uh, pretty quickly that how do they, how do they go about trusting people? You know, what, what do they need so they can trust someone? And I base my the rest of the conversation uh, around that of I'm trying to pull out of them, you know, what, what is it you need um, from a person to say, I truly trust that person. And so once we've, I've established some things that are really important to them when it comes to trust, I, I then begin to either reflect that in the conversation or ask them more questions about it. I think those are all really important things to think about. And I think as a leader, really being able to be just as vulnerable as you're asking the people that you're coaching to be, right? So asking for feedback, how is, how's this working? What adjustments do we need to make in our relationship? Those types of things to show that it's not just about them being vulnerable to this whole process, that you're willing to be vulnerable too. And I believe when you do that, that shows them you have their best interests at heart. And they're not going to question that intention then, right? We're both working towards the same same goal here. We both want success for everybody. You know, we're, we're on the same path. And that, that I think that's an important thing for people to realize when it comes to building trust. And yeah, when I think about trust uh, and uh, how do you build trust, people will watch what you do many times versus what you say. I remember... There have been times when some of my friends have come to me and they said, I hate you and I love you for the same reason. <laughs> because sometimes they would come to me and they would ask me something about someone else and I would just tell them, I'm not going to tell you that. I had a private conversation with that person. I'm not going to repeat that. Then they come to me again saying, I heard this rumor. Is this true? And I said, I'm not going to engage in that because that is, that's useless. And the same people that's why they would trust me and tell me the things that they would because they knew I was going to hold it in confidence. They knew I was not going to go behind their back confirming or not confirming uh, rumors about them and that I would be, I would have the integrity to do what I said I was going to do. And it's the actions. It's what you actually do and people observe. And that's why people would trust me. I built trust is because they knew I didn't tell them anything about other people. And so they felt that if, they told me something that it was going to stay with me there. And as a leader, your people are watching what you do. And they notice when what they told you somehow gets out into the public sphere. And that has a great impact on trust. And so to me, it's not just saying it, but following through on your actions and maintaining uh, people's trust and caring for it as, as a gift uh, that somebody would give you as their trust. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of, of coaching and being a leader, right? Is if you're out there telling people stuff, that's, that's not good, right? I mean, how many times have I heard people say the line of, it's not mine to tell, it's not, right. not my story to tell, right. you know, so keep it to yourself. Right. So we talked about how to build trust there's going to be those times where trust can be broken. It may not have been an intentional thing that caused this, but something happened in, you know, the relationship to cause that trust to be broken. Um, I, it's funny because I had this happen. It, it was more in a personal relationship than a coaching relationship. 
Um, but all I wanted this person to do was say they were sorry. You know, just, just apologize. <laughs> That's all I was looking for. But they did everything else in the book to try to, you know, rebuild that broken trust, except just say, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry I did it. And that would have fixed the entire thing. That and then me seeing that their actions are then following that, right? But I think sometimes it can be as simple as that. Acknowledge that you messed up. And that's, I think that's the first step to, to fixing that, that broken trust. What do you guys think? What are some things that you've run into to, that's helped you rebuild trust or, or had someone rebuild trust with you? Pretty much exactly what you said is someone acknowledging that something had occurred and could we talk about it? And the person was open and honest about what happened and they did everything that they could to reconcile it. I had something happen between me and my supervisor one time and I was depending on them to take care of something for me and they could, they didn't do it. They got so busy that they didn't do it and it could have impacted me adversely. And the person said, if this impacts you adversely, I'm willing to pay whatever penalty you would have to pay by this not happening. And that went a long way to really, I probably trusted the person more after that than I did before because they were, they acknowledge it, they apologize, and they were willing to do whatever they could to make it right. And we were, we were good after that. And to me, that's what it takes is you have to be willing to take the steps to really reconcile and, and mitigate the damage to the other person. Right. And people have to see that there's a change in your behavior, right? Um, I have had folks say, tell me, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And I'm really sorry. And of course we want to forgive them and say, okay, if it happens a second time though, right? Is you wonder about the some people use uh, an apology as okay every, everything's all right we should be um, we should be okay and every time I apologize uh, we should be all right that is not the case and when you truly have broken someone's trust you like Kevin you said about your supervisor be willing to uh, do what it takes to mend that if it means you go and tell another person that what you said was out of line or or you pay for something but there has to be actions behind that and also there there can be there has to be time also that happens between the time that you broke that trust and and a person's willing to trust you again because i had a um uh, a person that i was coaching that i figured pretty quickly had a trust issue. And the reason, as I found out later, is that their trust had been broken so many times by people they thought they could, that they should be able uh, to trust and believe, but that wasn't the case. So I had to work extra hard at building. And I also knew that if I broke tr trust, it may not uh, be repairable. So we have to be careful in general. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that trust is such a precious thing and that for people who glibly break that trust and think that an apology is enough, um, really don't understand what trust is about and the power 
of trust. So as a coach, that is that is something that I'm very clear about to those that I work with is that I will not break that trust. And I, I hold myself accountable for that. Yeah, I believe it's important to remember that we're human, right? We're not robots. Mm-hmm. So we're going to mess up. And I guarantee when I was a leader, I messed up all the time, right? I mean, and again, it wasn't intentional. Right. It's not like I maliciously was doing things. Part of that's the learning process and, and figuring things out. Um, again, it's the recovery that's important. Mm-hmm. So I, an extra question I think I would add in here then for you too is you've broken trust. You've done some things to try to repair it. How do you know when it's working? I would ask. I was like, you know, how I would check in and I would ask them how, where are we? What are there other things I need to say or do uh, to ensure that we're, that we're okay. I would listen for tentative language when they're speaking with me. Are they really opening up? Are they holding back? And like Joanne said, I would just check it out with them and I would, give them some time to know that we may not be able to start off where we left off. We may have to back up a little bit mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. And, and be patient in that process. And uh, you can tell by their level or their willingness to engage with you. Um, if you call and they're not responsive and you text and they're not responsive, you're going to start to understand that that trust is not there, but as they respond and engage with you, you'll start to get a feel so, but it's, you will have to give that person some time and some space and have a little humility yourself, knowing that you are repairing a relationship. Right. Yeah. And everyone's different, right? I mean, there's going to be some people you're going to be able to tell, like, <laughs> right? Is it working? Is it not working? And then there's going to be other people that you're going to be like, mm. like for me, I will probably shut, I would shut down and be really, really quiet. Um, so I think keeping in mind that everyone's different. So, Remember what you know about the person to gather those clues because the clues could be different depending on the person. So recently someone gave me a mug that says like a boss and I love that mug. Like I carried it around and I like, I like showed it to people. The other person I'm the boss of right now is my dog, but being able to say, yeah, I'm the boss. And a lot of people get caught up in that title. So what would you say to those leaders who feel like, you know, people should just trust them, that trust should be assumed because they're the boss, they have the title. I would probably tell them to get over themselves and come <laughs> into the real world because a title does not make you trustworthy. Um, I believe trust has to be earned and it's something that develops over time. We've talked about that a little bit, but truly just to assume that people would trust you because of your title, uh, that is, that's naive. I think that's uh, misguided. I don't know what other words I could say, but I would tell the person, uh, just, just be careful because you are making a a very big assumption and that assumption could definitely come back to, to bite you. And I would say it's almost even arrogant to think that because each of these, when we're talking about coaching, we're talking about being in a relationship and to make assumptions in uh, any relationship can be dangerous. So I would say if you're a leader, you think people should trust you because of the title, then all of your actions 
should be trustworthy and you earn that trust over time. I completely agree with that, Kevin. And I think sometimes um, we forget uh, as leaders um, that they're not, that folks uh, tell themselves stories when, they're, when uh, there's absence of communication, right? So I think that, and we'll, uh, we're not talking about communication today, but I think one of the best things that a leader can do is recognize the, the importance of them communicating with those that they lead. Because just the fact that you're talking to folks and you're bringing them in will help build trust. And they don't care what your position is. Uh, or what your title is. They really want to care is do you care about me as a person? And I think you can communicate that um, and in a way that people, you know, realize, oh gosh, this person isn't just my boss. This is a person who really cares about me. Yeah, and I, I feel like I've had both. I've had bosses that I didn't have a high level of trust for. You know, I could tell they didn't listen to me when I talked. Mm -hmm they um you know would do things that i would question their intention they would ask for my input but then i knew they'd already made the decision so it was just kind of a time waster but it was like it was supposed to make me feel better maybe <laughs> you know and so i just had no trust for this person and i have to say it was very hard to work in that environment it was very hard to get results in in that environment um, because I questioned everything that this leader asked me to do and said to me because I, that trust was not in place. And then I've had leaders that they could say, the sky is green today and here's what you need to do about that. And I would say, <laughs> okay, <laughs> if that's what you say, because I trusted them so much. Um, and so I, I think as leaders, you know, when you're thinking about how you coach your employees, um, it's important to to think about how you've built trust and how they're receiving what you're putting out there because I really feel like sometimes the leaders think that they're doing good things. Um, like the, the leader that would always ask for the input, someone said you should ask for input from your employee, but he'd already made the decision, so it didn't feel good. Um, so I, I think that's an important thing for leaders to do that self-reflection on. So if you guys had one thing that you want to leave with our audience, you want them to take away from the conversation today, what would that be? Trust is foundational. Um, you cannot move forward with a person. You, you're, you will not be able to help that person really discover uh, what the answers are or what, what they need to work on if, if there is not trust. So it's foundational to your ability to lead and it is very foundational to your ability to coach that person i think i would say trust is trust is something that definitely has to be earned it's a gift that someone's going to give you and you can't take it for granted and probably the best way to put it would be people are going to trust your actions more than they trust your words. So make sure that your words and your actions are consistent and you can build trust. Yeah, so I would just add that, I mean, trust is so important that that is really the first thing that you need to work on. 
when you want to coach people. If you don't have trust, it's going to be very hard to coach them and help them um, move forward. You know, you're, you're probably going to get compliance from them. But you are not going to get commitment from them. And that's really where I think a lot of the really great results come from. So we want to thank you for your time today. We know as leaders that you're really, really busy. And we also want to congratulate you for working on yourself, for doing some development. So until next time, that is the word on coaching. Goodbye. Goodbye.